Hey folks, this is Tyler Not Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Happy November 7th, 2021. Um, tomorrow is a very important day, which I will speak of at the end of this here Signal Fire newsletter. Um, tomorrow is Sarah's birthday, and I love her very, very much, as you probably well know by now, as I talk about ad freaking nauseum. <laughs> but what do you do? You got to be honest with how you feel. Got to be honest with what you love. So if you're happening to listen to this, which she doesn't listen to many of these, if any, I don't think, unless she's driving alone, which isn't often. But if you are listening, <clears throat> happy birthday, my love. Uh, I can't wait to celebrate with you tonight and tomorrow. And probably we've been celebrating um, and we will be celebrating because you like a birthday week. <laughs> so happy birthday. Um, today's Sunday edition of The Signal Fire is called Go Until We Find. And essentially it's an essay on travel and it's an essay on how important it is to travel and why we do what we do when we travel and how we do what we do when we travel. And <clears throat> speaking of, I wanted to preface this essay with something else. This is something that Sarah and I really want to get a lot more into. Um, obviously we've been traveling for about 12 years together now, but it's always been for for wedding photography. And while there is a lot of joy in that, it's also something that I just feel like we're getting a little bit too damn old to be doing. <clears throat> it's exhausting. And with COVID and stuff, it really shook things up and it, it put us out of work for a long time. And so our hearts have always been in the travel. And so I'm, I'm thinking about, and I would love your guys' feedback on this. I'm thinking about adding to this here signal fire more travel typewriting and who knows like maybe even <clears throat> not travel guides necessarily excuse me i need to get a drink um not necessarily travel guides because I, I there's i mean those exist everywhere but more poetic and prosetic it's not a word uh explanations and explorations of places that we have traveled and the lessons that we have kind of learned along the way during those travels. And I really do think this is something that I'm passionate about. And I think it's a gear that we kind of want to shift. And we might even start doing some video of our travels. Who knows? But I would love your feedback on that, if that would be something that you would all like. I think I would love to write a poem of each new place I visit, and then also prose and what the lessons of that trip, the stories of that trip, what it meant, what it is, and how it universally kind of applies to anyone, every, anywhere, especially those who might not be able to travel as much as they want. I think there's a lot of value in in kind of living vicariously. I know I do it all the time on YouTube. Sarah and I watch travel videos of people in Scotland and Ireland and Wales and Switzerland, and we're very inspired. And so, yeah, let me know your thoughts on that, and um, <clears throat> let's dive in. This is Go Until We Find. 
Two years now, two full years and change since this body of mine has stood where I stand above in the photograph. By the way, it's on tylernot.com. There's a photo every week with this. I know I keep beating a dead horse, as it were. But yeah, tylernot.com has the full experience, and you can actually look at the things I'm saying while listening to me say them. Okay. Um, Two years now. Two full years and change since this body of mine has stood where I stand above. Hell, since it's left this country. Two years of stillness with only brief and tiny and relatively geographically insignificant travel. Two years without movement, and I cannot sugarcoat it any longer. I cannot pretend it is not eroding at my internal calm and peace. I cannot act like it's not making positivity an absolute chore sometimes. This is mental health, and this is the awareness of it. The ability to say, I will not always be optimistic. I will not always be a beacon of positivity and grace. Sometimes I will struggle, and I will ache, and I will have horrible dark days and long sleepless nights where I feel like I'm on the edge of losing my mind. (sighs) I'm here, to be honest with you, in hopes that in doing so, it gives you the permission you never needed, but maybe secretly were hoping for, to do the same. It's okay to hurt, to struggle, to feel bogged down with sorrow or worry or anxiety or stress, or even discontent, though by all accounts you should be happy. I was doing air quotes with my fingers there. Should be happy. I hope you know this. Today, this piece, this Signal Fire Sunday edition, is not necessarily about this aching, but about the source of it. The reason I feel so lost at sea lately. <clears throat> travel, quite simply, folks, travel. This is what it is to go, to seek, to see, to witness, and to explore. Robert Louis Stevenson, one of the most amazing authors and Scotsman to ever write, once said, I travel not to go anywhere, but to go. I travel for travel's sake. The great affair is to move. This, this is the fundamental truth behind it for me, and I think I speak for Sarah when I say she feels the same way. Travel to go, to be in the process of going, to seek out what we are told is the unknowable, and understanding that when the going has gone and the dust has settled, we still don't know, but are all the better for our newly confirmed ignorance. We go to find, yes, But more, we go because we know we never will. We know time is fast and life is short and nothing we can do will slow the tides. Nothing will stop what's coming for us. And what's more, we never know when and what is coming will catch up. We go to outpace our own expiration, to fill our minds with such stunning and glorious memories that when it comes time to start over, same soul and new skin, We are treated to a highlight reel of such immense beauty. Only peace washes over our tired selves. Only joy and tearful recollection. The last melancholic nostalgia we will ever know. Over the months, nearly 24 now, of being forced to be frozen, I have learned just what role travel has played in my life. With all this time, I've looked backwards, deep diving into my own history, and I realized just how foundational this travel has always been. I grew up in a family with a professional baseball player as a father. 
We moved when he moved. We went where he went. And so we ping-ponged across a continent, across a hemisphere, chasing the boys of summer well into autumn each year. This went on from my birth, literally my first baseball game was when I was three days old, until I was 16 years old. Peripatetic blood runs through these veins, and it's thicker now than ever before. Luckily, I found a partner with the same itch to go that exists in me. And so for the last 12 years, we too have bounced around a planet like some overinflated beach ball, batted into the air by the hands of our wedding clients, our book publishers, our brave couples choosing to elope far away from the things of man. We went everywhere. <clears throat> from small towns in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, to even smaller towns on the eastern edge of France, from fishing villages in Jamaica to the highlands of Scotland, from New Jersey to Southern California, the mountains of Canada to the white beaches of Turks and Caicos, to just about every possible city in these here United States. This travel bug bit us hard, and we felt more alive than I have the words to explain. And now, here, stuck in the same loop around the same hillside for two full years, I feel disconnected from not only the world at large, but the inner workings of myself, the true beat of this soul, and the magnet-like pull it has to the wild places on our earth. I feel locked away from who I am at my core. I feel like an opera singer after vocal cord surgery, like a painter newly colorblind and alone. I do not like this feeling, and I feel powerless to combat it right now. I seek the miracles in my current mundanity. I always have, but at some point, the demons of despondency rise back up, growl in the center of me, and refuse to be ignored. <sighs> I know I will travel again. I know the world will be there when things open back up safely <clears throat> and securely, and clients who need our photography come calling once more. Please, please call again if you wish to be photographed. If you're getting married or eloping, we miss you. And yes, it says that in the article. And when they do, we will answer. But for now, I'm just feeling very lost, cut off and isolated on this mountainside overlooking the same valley for the last two years. I miss you all. I miss the seeking. I miss the movement. Goodness, I even miss the hassle that pops up inevitably. I miss it all. And it just, to me, reconfirms the immense power that travel has. The world teaches us. People of other cultures teach us, and I miss learning firsthand how small I truly am. I miss feeling this true connection to a great big something, and I cannot wait until it returns. The great affair is to move, Stevenson said, and I feel my blood rushing to my feet, to my eyes to see wonders I haven't yet dreamed of. I am here, world, madly in love with you, waiting to hold you once more. Please don't give up on me yet. Please know I'm trying my very best to get back. Soon, I say, more plea than promise. Soon, I am coming. On another note, <clears throat> this is the note that I mentioned in the beginning. Tomorrow is my lovely wife, Lady Sarah Lyndon Gregson. Yes, she's a real lady, as we are technically landowners in Scotland thanks to a wedding gift of two square feet by two square feet. And damn it, that makes us Lord and Lady Gregson. It's her birthday tomorrow. 
if you would do me a favor, because you're going to hear this before she hears this, I guarantee it. Send her a quick email, sarahlindengregson at gmail.com, and even offer her a few tiny words, maybe, to tell her how loved she is. She is a force, my friends, and she deserves a little recognition. Thank you so much. Uh, the haiku today. <clears throat> and as always, please go to tylernot.com and look, because there's a photo of the haiku too, and it's cool. Go until we find, or until we understand, that we never will. And the song of the week, which you can hear if you go, is Highlands by Eddie Berman, who's a wonderful artist, and it's shared on Spotify here. So yeah, give it a listen, give it a read. Thanks for listening. And happy birthday, Sarah. I'll see you all next Sunday. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAllenIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.